Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I'm your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. This is episode 122. How are you all doing? I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I was in Kilkenny last night in the Kilkenny Comedy Club and it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, today's guest was actually performing with me and um, yeah, it was absolutely unbelievable. There was four of us down there, sold out room in the Home Rule Club. The Home Rule Club. So it was like, it felt like we were doing our, kind of doing, doing our bit for Irish freedom, you know. Um, but it was a really cool, quirky old uh, building and uh, it, like just a, it was above a pub, separate room, packed with Kilkenny people. Uh, so there was a fucking smell in there, all right. And um, no, it was great crack. It was great crack. If you want to come and see me, I'm doing my solo show in Smackwater Jacks in Lismore, County Waterford next week. So if there's any blaze listening to, to this and they're looking to go for a bit of a laugh, come down to Smackwater Jacks, Lismore, uh, Friday night, the 21st of July. Um, that kind of went veered into Tipperary there now. So uh, not that it makes any difference to anyone who's listening to America. America, no, are firmly in the second place in the listenership. 20% of people who listen to this podcast are Yanks. Can you believe that? The English were there for a while and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm fucking happy to see the back of the cunts. Uh, they're gone down to third position. So if you're listening over in England, do you know what? Fucking turn it off and fucking listen to someone else. Um, no, I'm only messing. I actually really like you. And in fact, if you could tell people, more people to listen, I'd appreciate it. And um, if there's any money I can send your way, just let me know. Um, okay, so today, what else? oh yeah, I want to thank. I want to thank the listeners and I want to especially thank the patrons. There's big change happening in the next couple of weeks. I can't say it. I've been saying it for the last couple of weeks, but there is a big change happening to the patron in a couple of weeks. And I want to just personally thank the current patrons because fair fucking play to them. They've inspired it. And um, yeah, so stay tuned to that. But I want to just say thank you to everyone who's listening and shouting it out. Getting a lot of messages recently as well. Um, fairly heartwarming to, to hear people are enjoying the podcast i have to say uh so thank you happy thank you more please keep listening keep telling your friends your cousins uh you know just as i said maybe you know fucking go into you know go into an estate break into a house creep upstairs wake up the couple that are sleeping there and go have you, have you heard have you heard the conversations with cornelius you know and then just slip back out and see how that goes um okay enough about that that was two minutes of uh, kind of Intro, getting to know each yeah. other, like getting into a warm bath. Yeah, like I hope now that you're in the bath, right? And that the um, what you get there when you get into the bath? What are the goose pimples yeah. are are no longer there now, and that your nipples are nice and soft. I go goosebump. Interesting, you go goose pimple. Goose pimple. Yeah. yeah. Goosebumps. I uh, now did you say goose pump bumps? I'd say I might. I might probably. I probably might say that as well. You say potato. I <laughs> say potato. Let's call the whole thing off. Today's guest is a former Coco Club resident, a journalist, a prolific writer, and a consummate professional comedian. Ladies, and he's headlining the Coco Club 
tonight. So by the time you hear this, it'll be too late to come. Um, so I don't know why I said that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the one and only Mr. Dara Murphy and the crowd. Thank you very much. Great to be here, Mr. O'Sullivan. How's things, Dara? Things are very good. I'm yeah. very nervous. We will establish that in a little while. But yeah, looking mm. forward to this show in about three four hours something very special is happening at it yes it's uh it's a life cha- it's going to be a life-changing show for you yeah. and um yeah maybe for everyone we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute but before we get into that we're going to play trending topics with cornelius patrick o'sullivan featuring cornelius patrick o'sullivan and dara murphy Dara, do you know the concept of this game? I believe you tell me trending topics, <laughs> and I riff hilariously on them. Uh, yes, correct. That's the way it goes. So, number one, hashtag Ricky Gervais. Okay. Some people say Gervais. How does he say it? I think he says Gervais. I, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. He's a council estate guy. I don't think he would be saying Gervais. No, but I think it is correct to say Gervais. I would correct him on his own name. Would you? Yeah. Is why is where does it come from? France? France, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Fuck him. Richard Gervais. What do you think of he's trending? I don't know why he's trending. I have an idea why he might be trending, but I'm not sure. I think he's trending because I think he did the three arena. I went to see him last year and I love Ricky Gervais. But it was a drop off in quality, alright. And I'm not woke whatsoever, but I think he was saying some anti woke stuff and mm. I think he's getting not cancelled, because I think he's uncancelled. He's uncancelled. But yeah, that's why he's trending. I think as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Sure. He's having to go off the fucking trans people, mate. <laughs> that's what he's doing. He's having to go off the fucking trans. And that is what he's doing. And is you it? know what? That That's literally what, like, I. that's what I, well, from, I didn't click in to see what, he, what it's trending for. But, like, I've seen during the week on Twitter, people giving out about him making anti-trans jokes. And, um, you know what? I... I tell you, I, 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 my stance on that is I think anybody can make any kind of joke and people should fucking either laugh or go out, get out. Yeah. And, and if you if you don't like the joke, that's fine. But you can't be offended for everybody. No. And, people, and it's free speech ultimately. And fucking hell, if they start censoring stand-up comedy, like, then we're fucked, in my opinion. And it comes back to the big, the big Patrice quote that like, it's all about intent he's not Correct. going out there to try to upset anyone i don't know i haven't seen the bit i haven't seen the bit either so i'm imagining he's just trying to get laughs and that's all we're trying to do for the most part same with Chappelle yeah. a couple of years ago like he wasn't out there to like incite hatred i don't no. think no, <laughs> he's no. trying to get people to laugh or even um your your buddy louis louis ck yeah. like we are close friends <laughs> he he had a pedo bit there a few years ago like and it was like it was to the bone like yeah. you know um but like personally, I don't like I don't make any trans jokes. I don't think that topic is a, is is a topic that I'd like to to make jokes about, you know. But I think you have to live in a fuck it. You have to be able to make. You have to be able to talk about what you feel. Yeah, is funny, or if you want to talk about something or raise awareness or whatever. Um, but I do agree with you with Ricky Gervais <laughs> <laughs> that uh, he's not the best stand-up comedian. He was like he had a good two years where I loved him but maybe it was because the age I was coming up like I was a teenager when he started I think it was Animals and Fame those two were really good specials mm. but I saw him last year and I had seen him two nights in a row just the way it happened with the tickets so I went to see him on say Thursday night I enjoyed it six out of ten maybe and then I went the next night with buddies who weren't at the first night and they nearly wanted to walk out they were like it's sh- and they're huge Gervais fans they're like I can't sit through this mm. like I mean I loved The Office I loved Extras um, there's not one of his movies that I think is good. 
Uh, I think Derek, I think Carl Pilkington was brilliant in Derek, but after that it was Pants. He's like trying to fucking pull on the heartstrings too much. And I don't, I just, I don't think it's extremely nuanced. I think a lot of his stuff is quite broad, right? This is just all coming out. Uh, and I think when himself and Merchant left each other as writing partners, I think Mer- what Merchant was beautiful at is he brought nuance to his broader bits. Now he's like he's got, I mean, I'm, he's got a good comedic mind. Now I'm not saying he doesn't like, but he's broad, like he's broad. He tackled, he'll tackle something like trans in a broad way. And and get it probably wrong, you yeah. know. Whereas Merchant would come in and he'd go, okay, we'll 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 skim the fat here. We'll, you know, it's almost parallel with uh, Seinfeld. Like so, Larry David was wrote on Seinfeld for the first seven seasons. They were unbelievable, I think. Then the last two seasons, he left, and Seinfeld wrote it with just normal writers, and it was ri- it just turned ridiculous. It was yeah. a circus. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, Ricky Gervais. The next thing then is hashtag most handsome man alive. Oh, <laughs> you're embarrassing me now. <laughs> I did get a haircut. <laughs> got a fade. Um, I don't know what this is about. <laughs> Hashtag most handsome man alive. I presume it's a... Uh, is it a vote? They're looking for the, mo- the most handsome man? <laughs> it rings a bell. Is there like an image of a, the most handsome... I remember there was a most handsome inmate. Remember that gorgeous oh, mugshot? yeah, yeah. He had killed people and everything. Yeah. Like, but I still would have yeah. sucked his dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, he, like he was... Bu- he had piercing, was. beautiful blue eyes. Like, oh, you know? stunning. I think he became a model after that, didn't he? Did he? Model citizen. Hey... <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, who's the most handsome man alive? Let's do our top Here three. So let's Here do our top three. So okay, we I go one and one, and are you do three and I do three. Okay, so you go number yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go. I'll give you my third, and you give me your third, and then yeah. you give me your second, and I'll give you my second, and I'll give you my first. You give me your first. All right. So will I go first, third. Like I'm just gonna go old school, right? He's my era, but like in his pomp, and he's still alive today, and technically, it's the most handsome man alive. So, George Clooney was fucking yep. like you know, and what I like about George as well is he had the charm that I don't have. I don't possess it at all. Like you know, I want to drink coffee when he's selling those coffee yep. machines. You yep. know, um, so I'm going to give him third. Third for me, it's a sporty one, and I'm a United fan. So oh. Cristiano Ronaldo, even though he's getting up there, a few allegations against him. I'll brush them under the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> he's a stunning human, a specimen of a man. Jesus, I would never even put... I wouldn't put him in my top 100. What? I wouldn't fucking you ride him. You couldn't get him. I wouldn't <laughs> ride him for practice. No. I wouldn't ride him for practice, man. Oh, I think so. Cristiano Ronaldo? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Not now, maybe. He's getting a bit up there, but... Cristiano Ronaldo, At his Real peak, Madrid, even. 2011. But he doesn't even have a nice face, like... Oh, he does. Does he? Got rid of the acne, straightened the teeth. When he came over from Portugal, he was a... He made the shipwreck. best of himself. He made the yeah. best of himself. I'll give him that, like, you know. Um, he's kind of like, do you know, do you remember Jordan? Do you remember Jordan, yeah. the page yeah. three model? He's kind of like, in my opinion, he'd be kind of like, she made the best of herself. Yeah. I think he kind of, no, I wouldn't, I, 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 look, I just, I just disagree with you straight up. Who's <laughs> your number two? My number two might be Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he's a talent. I think he's a ladies' man. I see why. I wouldn't be too like embarrassed standing shirtless next to him because he's let himself go a bit mm. so that's big for me I'd see ourselves sitting on a yacht paparazzi taking photos mm. look at these four bits <laughs> Leo um, like I mean I, I can see I, I get your points I I don't think he'd be mine I don't think he'd be in my top three but I 
Leo in Titanic is hard to beat. But this is, I was just going to say, Leo in Titanic, he's just a boy, like, do you mm. know what I mean? That's what I like. Like, <laughs> I, I, like, you like little boys, yeah. and that's what you like, I suppose, fair enough. <laughs> what was he, 19? We'll, yeah. like, let's not get you cancelled <laughs> now either. Let's say he was, like, early 20s and that, but he had very childlike features, so yeah. I think he's, even now he's, like, I know he's a man in his 40s now, like, he's probably oh, yeah. older than me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm going to go Rambo. Just Rambo, oh, the character. Just Rambo. <laughs> I just got that image just came into my head there. of, uh, And I watched an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie recently. And uh, I just, do you know why? Because like John Rambo, man, like, I mean, I could fucking, like, he came back from Vietnam. He was in a bad way. And he was just going, and I'd like to, I'd like a bad boy. Like, Ooh, do you know what I mean? I want to, yeah. I can tame him. I yeah. could fucking, come on, John, I've made soup. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him in. So I'm going to go Sylvester Stallone in Rambo in the fir- first blood. The first movie, First Blood, like back, troubled, moody. He got a good full head of hair. I think he'd be cranky though. Don't uh, he'd probably he'd be would. zero crack. Trying to go to the comedy. He'd be Rambo. a great ride though. He'd no. be like, <laughs> he'd be fucking like, he'd be a good ride. And like we're looking at most handsome men. I just there's something about him. Sometimes the most handsome man isn't the most technically handsome man. No. It might be quirk like. He's small as well. I think isn't he like four perfect foot two? For, that's perfect <laughs> for me, man. I'm only five seven. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So. <laughs> This has gone weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so my number one has to be, has to be, and I'd say it's the same as yours, definitely, has to be Brad Pitt Fight Club. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Goes without saying. Has to be, like, do you know what I mean? Every man who wants to get into shape wants to look like Brad Pitt oh, on the Fight, fight Club. I have the vest, the leopard print vest. Oh, Tyler Durden. <laughs> oh, my God. Tyler, like, he, uh, that's a great movie as well, like. It, it doesn't have the rewatchability. I love it. it <laughs> I would still call it one of my top ten favourite films, but... Now that you know the twist, it's like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's kind of like Usual Suspects. It's yeah. hard to watch Usual Suspects yeah. again when you know that, ah, the man with the limp did it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not spoiling it. It's 25 years old or 30 years old. Okay, so last one. Hashtag Andrew Tate. Oof. Hot topics. Hot topics on Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. He's Day. been trending for like six months, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's trending again. No, they give you the top 30, so I'd often go, go uh, down through them. Like, I'd be like, all right, okay, because like, Today and now there was a load of footballers trending, like, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not gonna talk about football on the podcast. I do a separate episode on that. But this guy's trending. Um, you know, I, you, I presume everyone knows who Andrew Tate is. Yeah, I think I know why he's trending as well, but I don't know the columnist who wrote it. But some female columnist wrote basically, men in a crisis should not be using like Andrew Tate as a beacon of what to be like. But yeah, I know his story. He's in Romanian jail. He's got a weird brother. He's got bad hair. Yeah. Yeah. He attracted a lot of fucking eyes, though, onto his content from fucking men. Yeah, but is it worth it? Because now he's in Romanian jail. <laughs> I know, but it, does it kind of does it kind of? Put, I think he's a scumbag, by the way. First of all, um, but there seems to be a lot of disaffected men out there. Yeah, 100%. who are looking for something to 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 cla- to, to grab onto, you know. Um, like, and I agree with that journalist. Like, he's probably not the person. He's kind of like the poor man's. Um, the the poor man's um, what's your man's name fucking Jordan Peterson yeah you know Jordan Peterson is kind of the in- intellectualized version of him um, and and I have to say like we were talking about comedy there a minute ago some of what Jordan Peterson says I completely and utterly disagree with and some of what he says I wholeheartedly agree with I think when he started and he was like the basics he was like make sure your bed is dressed in the morning I was like alright I get yeah. that and yeah. then he just went off the deep end yeah but he's he's gone like he because the people are asking him questions that are like you know deep within his psyche for years and years he's not like I again there was a, 
like he's kind of his trans stuff now is like I just don't I don't agree with it. Yeah. But like he can articulate a point that'll make what I like about him is he can make a counterpoint to my way of thinking that'll make me go, huh. He's a good debater. Great, great debater. A master debater. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see? The only thing he eats is something like just like I eat beef and Elk coffee. and, and broccoli. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I take a lot of uh, vitamins. <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> I'm from Tennessee. I'm I take a lot of uh, my, my name's Jordan Peterson, <laughs> and I like to take a lot of vitamins. <laughs> um, that concludes Trending Topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan featuring Dara Murphy. Dara, mm. tell me about your comedy journey. I've been doing comedy now about six years. I began in Dublin at Cherry Comedy, did the usual in the Haypenny, and then I moved down here in 2018, and I went to the Coco Club, which you run. Jack Horrigan I uh, was hosting at the time, and it was just an open mic. Got on there, and there's actually a good article, if I do say so myself, on it. It's praises you. It's, I think it's on loving.ie. Um, just about the core comedy scene at the time, four years ago. And everyone was so welcoming. Uh, some of my best friends are core comedians. Um, yeah, then I went up to Dublin before COVID, like an idiot. Spent all of COVID in Dublin. And um, moved back down. So we're down here now and just gigging away. Mm. And how would you describe your comedy style? It's changed over time. Um, I used to just be like set up punch. I didn't know what I wanted to be when I started. I wanted to be a bit of Louis, a bit of Anthony Jeselnik bit of norm but then organically i was like all right these are bombing because i'm not anthony jesselvick or norm mcdonald so i kind of developed um a style that is and it's just completely organic because i've only seen him a couple of times a more storytelling style like like a chris kent like where it's kind of languid sit in the bit for a few minutes not rushing to the punchline um and like twists and turns and all that so yeah, I think and I, I'm a, a writer by, by trade. That's a yeah, wanky you're, term. But you're a journalist, like yeah. actually, by, like that's what you study to be a journalist. Uh, we won't say what publication you work for, um, but you you're successful. I've written for all of them, yeah. yeah. But like I've um, yeah, so I like I just like writing. I used to write short stories and poems and all that. So mm. it's just a natural instinct to to write more. And what's your like? So you're at it six years. Like is like like I know. Look, I know. Like we all we all have grand designs, but like. Do you know, in your ideal world, like, what, what would you like? Like, well, let's say if we were having this podcast in ten years' time, right? We're sitting now, lads, in the Toyota Yaris, right, on on North Main Street, um, right away, right across from us. Jesus Christ is the Lord. Universal, um, twenty-four help. There's a helpline there as well. There's like a little church, where a Euro giant come and sports, like phone shops. We're not living in the. Be- we're not. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We're not in the Ritz. <laughs> you know, there's it's a the lot Ritz of gra- there's a lot of graffiti. <laughs> there's um there's a lot of fucking um yeah. We're in a we're in a working class part of Cork City, and but we're both working comics. Like you know, I'm proud of being yeah fucking where I am. To be honest, I'm not I'm not trying. I'm just but I'm painting the proper picture nonetheless. Like you know, where would you like this to take you? Like if like are you? Yeah, where would you like to be? Like ideal like world, which I don't think, and like I think a lot of comics kind of should have this attitude because they can just focus too much on the goal without doing the work. It's just I want to be better next year than I this year, and I want to keep enjoying it. Like I don't think I'm a realist at the end of the day. I don't think I'm going to be selling out Madison Square Garden in ten years. But if I just have a decent, not living, because I think it's still going to just be pocket money. But um, yeah, being able to just sell out a show of sixty, seventy people. I'm happy enough with that. If I can do it for 150 people in 10 years, happy it is. But yeah. I think it's mainly just as long as I keep enjoying it, 
that I will be quite happy. What about you? Um, I, I, I think I, I'm the same as you. I want to be better this time next year than I am this right now, and incremental growth. Mm. Um, I want incremental, and, and I and I I strive for incremental growth professionally then as well. You know, um, I'm very very happy where I am. You know, I work hard. Uh, I make a living. It would be great to continue working hard because I love working hard and to make better money. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's really that's really it. I've got a young family. I've got a mortgage. I've got all the fucking trappings of, of life. Uh, no more than anyone else who's listening to this who have has a regular job. But I suppose in this in this world, you have to kind of you have to make it kind of for yourself really don't you like you know if you're waiting on the phone to ring you could be quiet for such a long time like yeah. you know so but it is mental and I said it to you last night when we were in Kilkenny like having been doing the open mics in Coco in 2018 19 what Coco is now compared to then it's it's mad what you've done with the place yeah it is and Dan takes a lot of credit for that as well I know yeah 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 100% 100% and uh, well it, it was like how Coco just kind of came about I was I was going to close Coco until the guy from the roundy Frank rang me and was like um do you want to do a comedy gig? This this was when you you had to be like two meters apart. Mm. And we can only have twenty in the room, and I'm sure fucking people have been locked up for years yeah. there. Like you know, so I mean, it was like I could have put a bloody two magpies sucking each other <laughs> off, and I would have sold out. Like, and so it was selling out, and it was like going well. And then um, I had a, 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 um, a I had the opportunity to do a Friday, and then a Thursday, and it got busier and busier, and then took on a couple of residents and took Dan on in, in a manage, uh, managerial capacity and it's going from strength to strength and um, yeah like that's that's the way it is at, with that at the moment but as you well know like I mean a fucking bomb could land on the roundy tomorrow or Frank could sell the yeah, roundy tomorrow yeah. and then you're you're looking you have to, you're always looking you're always searching for what else can I do where else can I grow where else can I put on a show and make a buck and yeah, well, I think you're great anyway, to Thanks be honest. very much. You know, I, think you're, I think you're great. And you stormed it. We were in Kilkenny last night. It was brilliant. and um, Everyone did great. Yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome show. And, that's, and that, I, I love that about comedy. Like, we had road trip. We were Paul Crowley and Sinead, Sinead Quinlan. And we were just fucking making jokes, making each other laugh on the way down. And What I loved as well is, remember the young lad? I think his name is Ross Leonard. I hope I got that right. Yeah. That, like, he, we were all kind of, like, a bit jaded, just kind of sitting there eating jellies in the green room. And his enthusiasm was only <laughs> his second gig. He was just all questions. Yeah. Like, you get a buzz out of that. Yeah. And, and, he, and he had done great as well. Yeah. And, yeah, it was... <laughs> It's true though, like four weary fucking road <laughs> warriors eating jellies trying to prick themselves up. <coughs> this young fella full of, so do you, yeah. do you know Joe Rooney? <laughs> Bless him. Uh, who is Una? Una is my girlfriend of five years and hopefully in about five hours she will be my fiance. Ooh. So the plan gang um, is... I'm headlining tonight in Coco, um, do about 25 minutes, half an hour, then I'll just get off the stage as per usual. Khan will get on, thank the audience, but he will trick the audience into putting out their torches on their phones, I'll get back up on stage for a photo, then he'll trick Una to get on stage for a photo, and I'll say take one on my phone as well if you wouldn't mind, instead of taking a phone out of my pocket, I'm taking a ring out and getting on one knee. Now, there you go. You're going to propose to your girlfriend live in the Coco Club tonight. And the show is... Th this is the thing now. The word is out. Yes. So we're worried. 
<coughs> we're worried that Oon is after getting wind of it. Yes, some people are aware because I had to get people there. Yeah. Um. So I had to uh, a couple of our friends, a couple of my friends, one or two of the comedians know, but that we know there's a rat out there. We there's know. a rat out there, and uh, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it um, <laughs> through my sources, uh, and I will. <laughs> I'll get there. But it's hard at the it's moment. It's just a race against time now. We need five more hours <laughs> for her not to get wind of it. Yeah. Someone, if you're out there, just like, get Una, put her into the boot of a car for the next <laughs> four and a half hours. How did you How did you meet Una? Where, where did you we meet? We met on Bumble, which is the app where you the girl has to write to the boy first. Oh, and nice. she didn't write to me for... There's like a thing where you have a 24-hour extension. So I was like... It was like the series 24. Like, ding, <laughs> ding. It was 23 hours. Kiefer Sutherland. And then... Uh, it was just about to expire, which would have meant we would have unmatched. And just before it did, she hit the 24-hour extension, um, which gave her another day to consider writing to me. <laughs> then <laughs> she wrote to me, and we started chatting on Bumble. And I, this is pathetic, but I texted a screenshot to my sister and said, I love her. This is the most beautiful woman in the world. And then the next day, we were chatting on Bumble. And you can kind of see uh, your proximity to people. And Una was like 60 meters away. She was just down the road dropping someone off. Shut the front door. Yeah. So then we met, we went on our first date in Soho. Um, what did you do on your first date? Went to get nachos in Soho, and she she's an awful bitch, like, she pretended to run out on me. And she, back then she was a lot bitchier than she is now, now she's like a softie. But she tried to run out on me and leave me with the bill, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, yeah, just kind of like going out drinking together, and yeah, that summer then, just got together. And how did you know, and when did you know? How did you know comedy, she was the like, one? And that's why I'm doing it in the Coco Club tonight, is that like comedy was the main reason that like it was all we did together. And she is so supportive that like... She is, man. She goes to all the gigs and I can't drive properly. I can drive, but I, I'm a Parisian licensed, so I need her if I'm going to Dublin or whatever. She never hesitates to just get in the car, drop yeah. me anywhere I need to go. And she loves the comedy as well. Like She loves all the comedians. They're her close friends as well. But the main one was when we were going up to Dublin, we couldn't afford a place yet. So I, we both had jobs in Dublin, but we were living in Cork half the time and staying in a B&B in Dublin three nights of the week. And we used to drive up on the Monday morning, uh, get up at like four. We had a pasta bake prepared that would do us the week. And we'd get up to Dublin, sleep in our cars for another couple of hours, go into the office, stay in a B&B three nights of the week, and then straight back down to Cork on the Friday. Fucking so, hell! Yeah, it was exhausting. I don't know how she did it because she was also had the had to be awake to drive, do a full nine hour shift. It was fair play to her. Fair fucking play. Yeah, I suppose that that's how you knew. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. But no, I know Una as well from coming into Coco, and I remember when you you were doing um you you were doing a residency for about maybe for about maybe a year year and a half, and you were doing the open mic and the Wednesdays, and Una was always in with you. She was putting out the chairs, collecting yeah. the glasses afterwards, and. Always a fucking great champion of all the comedians, laughing loudly. She's, she's got a good laugh. She's a distinctive laugh. Yeah. I love when I see Una at a show, man. I'm like, okay, brilliant. Una's going to get them laughing. Yeah, you know, and like, uh, um, yeah, she's wonderful. So, when did you kind of, uh, when did you kind of like? Because a lot of your material, mm. right, on stage for people who don't know your material, right, is like how you're never going to get married yeah like i am like it is literally and una's laughing her arse off at it like yeah and it's like you're and she's laughing there now but i'm serious we're <laughs> never getting married like i don't want like it's so if like how did um how did the switch flip then and you know she threatened me with violence <laughs> but no she had it in her head that it was like a five-year thing and i spoke about this last night on stage that like everything changes after five years but i i've had the ring for over six months now and i was just waiting for the right time so mm. i rang you whenever it was april 
And I was like, what about this for an idea? And I asked a couple of her friends and they were like, that's actually brilliant because so much of the time I'm getting the laughs and she's just kind of a, a laugh in the back of the room. Yeah. Whereas now she'll be front and center. She'll get all the pictures. She'll be front and center for the video. Yeah. It'll be her. This is her night, really. Cause it's mainly her friends going tonight as well. Yeah. So this is going to be that's her. That's sweet, man. Yeah. That's fucking sweet. That's sweet. She's looking to fucking have you, man. No, I'm looking to have her. Do you know what? <laughs> Fuck Brad Pitt. You're my number one guy. <laughs> Are you nervous? I'm more nervous that, that uh, it's out there and that she's just going to fake surprise. She's going <laughs> faking things. <laughs> but no, I'm not nervous that she's going to say yes. I think she will. I also have half an hour of comedy to, to do before that, so that's kind of annoying. Yeah. But yeah, because everyone's looking at me now like, oh, you're very nervous about a half an hour of comedy. And it's not that at all. It's just, <laughs> I don't want the word to get out downstairs. What are you going to do? You're going to just kind of come, like you could come in around half nine, like. Yeah, I think I'll either get you or Rich or someone to text me when it's looking like the break's coming up. Yeah. And yeah, cause then I have to get the ring to someone to take at the back of the room. So I don't think it can be you because we won't be exactly Good. exchanging hands on stage. Good. So I think I might have to go for like Harry or Dave will take it maybe. Yeah. David be good, Harry be good, one of the lads will be good, definitely. Right, okay, so this is what we're going to do now with this podcast, guys. This segment is going to finish right now, and when we start up again, we're going to be talking to both Dara and Una directly after the whole event has happened. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fucking class, man. Yeah, it could be a shit show. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope she says yes, brother, because, like, that's going to be an awkward conversation. Imagine for <laughs> ne- next time you hear us, it's like, so it's just Dara. <laughs> 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 All right. Bad. Well, listen. I wish you the best of luck, brother. <laughs> and uh, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. Seven, eight, okay, we're backstage in the Coco Club, and uh, I'm speaking with Una. Hello. Hi, hi Una. Hi, Con. It didn't go the way you were expecting. <laughs> no, I thought <laughs> it was going to bomb. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're you're engaged. I'm engaged. You're engaged to be married. What material is he going to have now? Oh, well, well, give me a look at the ring. It's gorgeous. It's uh, it like is. it's unbelievable. Yeah, um, it is. Is it? What, did you pick that ring out yourself? Like last November, last and I didn't get my ring size, and he gave out to me for not getting my ring size. Yeah. What? Tell me about today. Tell me how how are you feeling today? Did you have any? First of all, did you have any inclination? And you can be totally truthful. It doesn't. No. None at all. No. Genuinely. Yeah, ac- absolutely not. Because everyone in fucking Cork knew, and me and Dara were trying to fucking get everyone to shut the fuck up for the last twenty-four hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who's the rat? We don't know. We'll find that rat. You well, know. they didn't tell me. Yeah. Well, that's great. Good thing I painted my nails today just for the crack. Like. Yeah. Give me a look at it again. It's, it's a fucking gorgeous ring, Dara. Three months salary. You, I can fucking. You're on a few quid. <laughs> you're on a good few quid. Yeah. What? Uh, so you'd no idea. I had no all. idea. No. And um, tell me, I've a- I've asked Dara a few of these questions now, right? Okay. So I I know all about your first date and stuff like that, right? Yeah. When did you know? When did you know that you, this is the guy for you? Oh, good question. Um. Maybe like the third day to end when he tried to book a hotel and I was like, nah, I'm not one of those girls. Nah, not anymore. Because then I was told like, you know, keep them for three days and don't sleep with them. And <laughs> they'll stay with you. Yeah. Yeah. My lesson. yeah. Very good. Very okay, good. Maybe I shouldn't have said that here. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming out now on Monday, by the way. And uh, uh, no, there's no edit. Like, no edit. Like, yeah. <laughs> So there was you had loads of family in the audience tonight, yeah. and um, yeah. so the way like Dara had this all planned. Th- he's yeah. the cunning genius now behind all this, and like there was a lot of kind of 
we've, it's been videoed, we had a professional photographer in, someone was minding the ring while I was coming off stage, it was all to try to fool you, to, this is not, he took the piss out of marriage on stage. And I thought I was very special in my reserved area, like, oh, they never do this for me, yeah. this is great. Yeah, well, and I, I, did I do a good job in pretending that you, you did? Yes, that's yeah, good, that's good. Did. I was not expecting anything. But did, were you expecting it when the, ch- when the crowd were chanting, ooh, nah, ooh, no. nah, to come up on stage? No, Amazing. because last time he headlined, I went up on stage too for a photo, but it was kind of at the end. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Decoy, decoy photo. Yeah. I, I'd say there's about 14 or 15 stories of the of this going around the place now. It, like, everyone was, it, <laughs> it was, and the Coca Club included. Like, I, and I'm not embarrassed to say this, and Harry Hussey just said the same to me, I was like fucking shedding a tear watching it. It was so emotional, lads. Honest to God. It was like, because you're like, you're a lovely couple, like, you know, and, and you know, da- you listen to this, and you know, Dara's so complimentary of you, you know, down through the years, supporting him and stuff like that. Have you anything that you could say that nice about Dara, like, anything at all, like? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. He's a saint. He's a blessing. He yeah. is. Yeah. And I was saying to my friends, like, a few weeks ago, like, I'm actually blessed to have him. He yeah. does everything. Like, yeah. like, everything. Yeah. Like, no joke. Let's talk about the set. I mean everything. The set? Yeah, great set, Dara. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said sex there for a minute. And I was like, <laughs> we're That's also great. I, well, we're <laughs> in the back closet here now. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I'm not here to watch or to, wa- or to do anything. Um, It'll be tonight. <laughs> <laughs> let me give me a thumbs up and let me know how it goes there. Um, I think that's it, guys. I just want to wish you the absolute best. I don't want to keep you. We're d- this is only three minutes long. I don't want to keep you any further from. You're obviously going to be celebrating all night long now, and you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to see that. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I dream something. Yeah. Thank you so much for all your help, God. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Love, you have lads. been a saint. No, you've been saints. We've all been saints. We're all saints. All saints. We should all start the band. All saints. Yeah. yeah. Let's. Okay. I love you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.